Hello and welcome to Propnex, the property podcast about all things related to the future of real estate. I'm delighted that you've joined me today. My name is Gavin Morgan, your host. If you'd like to know a little bit more about me, please check out www.propnex.com. That's P-R-O-P-N-X.com. Or drop me a line if you'd like to chat privately on Gavin R. Morgan at propnext.com. That's G-A-V-I-N-R-M-O-R-G-A-N at propnext.com. Bimol Desai, uh, welcome to the Propnext podcast and thank you very much for joining us this morning. Thanks, Gavin. Good morning to you. And Bimal, as we discussed sort of prior recording, I mean, I certainly, I do, do not believe that I can do you full justice, but I know you're a founder past approximately 30 years of DSP design in India. I know you have many different interests and particularly focused on prop tech. Perhaps you can kick us off this morning just with an introduction on uh, what you're up to uh, and what you're planning to focus on moving forward. Thanks, Gavin. Uh Yes, you're right. Uh, my journey uh, as an architect and an interior designer and a workplace strategist started off almost 32 years ago with my other two co-founders at DSP Design. Uh, and that's that's our main uh, focus. Uh, that has been our main focus of work up till now. Uh, almost around five, six years ago, we also added a separate team and a vertical of our business uh, providing consulting on the smart building solutions, advisory, and strategies. And that experience of working on smart building, intelligent buildings, and working on large corporate workspaces and the workplace strategies part gave us a very, very, very unique vantage position and a, and a vision. And that was the start for me as a person looking at prop tech solutions. And then that that was the beginning for me as a co-founder of Great Sense, uh, which I work as a co-founder and a strategist along with my other partner and co-founder Harish, uh, who all, who comes from the technology background. Fantastic, and um, I mean, not probably disadvantaged at all, Bimal, by working from a true global hotbed of technology in uh, in India. Tell us a little bit about GridSense, please. Um, just a quick overview of the organization uh, and why you think it matters in today's world, uh, particularly focused around smart buildings. Oh, that, that's, that's a long story, but I, let me try and put it in as compact way as possible. So when, almost four, four and a half years ago, when we were sitting and asking ourselves the question, what next from a perspective of DSP and its initiative, how do we participate with the digitization journey of the world, the digital transformation journey of the world, as far as real estate goes? How do we contribute as people who are coming from a deep, deep background of real estate into this prop tech ecosystem? Uh, that's where we were actually seeing a very unique opportunity presenting itself to us. And what I mean by that is, if you know the PropTap ecosystem, which you know very deeply and well, there are many, many companies who provide 
uh, only point solutions uh, in the prop tech ecosystem, whether it is on a spatial intelligence side or energy optimization side through lighting or HVAC or heating, or whether it is from the smart parking side or environmental sensing side, they are, they are global players. Uh, they do extremely well, but it is highly fragmented. And we saw that sitting on the other side of the table, the pain point which one goes through into bringing all this together into one building. Uh, so being on the other side of the table as a designer, as a specifier, working closely with global real estate heads, uh, facility manager heads, business heads, we were all scratching our brain of how to bring it all together to make a building really smart and simple and frictionless. And that was the beginning of the vision uh, for GridSense. Uh, we asked ourselves a question uh, of, is it possible to have one company to be able to really come out with a truly integrated solution, which does all of this, which I just talked about, from a single cloud and a single sensor. And that's when we met Harish, who is our chief technology guy. He's a CEO of GridSense as an entity. And we started discussing this vision. And four years down the line today, we have GridSense Omnos, as we call it. Uh, the name says it all, uh, as a solution which does exactly just that. So we have one single cloud and one single set of sensor which helps us to do spatial intelligence, space management, space monitoring in real time. Uh, it helps us to take care of energy optimization through inbuilt lighting management system capability. And it also helps us to do energy management by actuating low side of uh, heating and ventilation and air conditioning. And our environmental sensor works on the same platform, so same cloud. Uh, so that, that was the beginning of our story, and we reached here through various generations of sensors. We did not directly jump here. So after this is our third generation of sensors, and, and that was the beginning of the GridSense story. But there's another dimension to this. The entity behind GridSense, GridSense is a brand and a portfolio. Uh, the main entity is Digitectura India Private Limited. Uh, it's a confluence of two words, digital and architecture. That's how Digitectura world was born. So in a, in a kind of example, if I can give you, it's like Unilever standing behind and, and Dow as a brand, but Dow as a brand has so many other products. So that, that's the analogy which comes to my mind. Yeah. So that's, that's the relationship between Digitectura and GridSense. Okay. I, I've heard sensor tech being spoken of for quite a long time. Why do you think you've now got a product that makes a difference? And as you know, most commercial operators, whether they're landlords or tenants, they're looking for primarily commercial advantage, productivity, and the well-being well -being of their employees is critical now too. It always has been, but it's just become a much bigger issue. How does GridSense, how does the GridSense product solve for that? How does a building owner and an occupier of an asset, how do they make the decision to put in GridSense? What are they able to, what are they able to lean on commercially? How are they able to position themselves as a better employer by having this product in their buildings? 
that that's a good question, Gavin. And let me kind of take the latter half of the question first. Uh, and then we'll speak. You speak more widely if you want as well. I realize that maybe I'm unfairly focusing on the product, but I know you've got something here that takes it on a, a further iteration. I believe of what we've seen from this type of tech before. Sure. Uh, thanks. Thanks for giving me that leeway. So let let me put my mind to first the occupier part of your question. What we see out there today, and and, and though we started off this journey uh, pre-pandemic, but the pandemic has turned everything on its head. And in fact, uh, most of the companies moving in some form or the other towards hybrid work operations. I'm not calling it a hybrid style of work. I'm calling it as hybrid operations because that's exactly what it is. It's not, there's nothing called hybrid style of working. Uh, from the occupier side, uh, what that brings as a challenge, it's not that the challenges earlier were not there. People had already migrated as occupier towards a lot of activity-based working environment and therefore variety of setups in the workspaces. Uh, but post-pandemic, that reality of ABW kind of work settings and style got one more layer on top, which is the hybrid operations. And that is where today with the global, on an average, I would say all the 30, 35% of people coming back to work, returning back to work, we have a real challenge on the occupier end about all of them sitting on surplus real estate. And that is another pain point to solve. And then this kind of layer of technology, which GridSense provides, exactly helps the occupier to do that. And how do we do that? Uh, because number one is, this is an integrated closed loop solution, and it takes care of spatial intelligence in terms of monitoring the space in real time and mapping the space and the utilization in real time. And then the space, the hoteling into energy optimization and environmental sensing. It helps the occupier actually to understand the usage of their space as the people are returning back to work. Uh, which settings are utilized more? Which settings are more popular? It helps them to understand why. What kind of meeting spaces, what kind of scrum spaces are working better? What, which are the spots in the office where those people who are coming two days or three days to work uh, in today's environment are gravitating to? So the story starts there. And then that, that, is, that is a part which is related to the real estate and the planning part. And, and that data or that analysis is highly, highly critical and useful even to the planners like us at DSP Design for us to be able to plan and handhold our clients for the future facilities or how do we kind of work and optimize their current setups. If some settings are observed as not being utilized, we would go back and tell the client and say, hey, you need to replace this. Uh, there's, there's a better efficiency and optimization by utilizing so-and-so setup, which is shown as a data. So basically what we are migrating towards is more of a data-driven design approach and not a trend-based design approach. Uh, I take the story further from there as an occupier. One part of the occupier is interested into this scenario, what I spoke about. The other part of the occupier team, which is the global real estate team or the facility management team, has a bigger challenge. Uh, 
somebody sitting on a half a million square feet, 200,000 square feet or 1 million square feet kind of real estate portfolio, multi-tier building, uh, 30%, say a 1 million square feet building, that means a building which is designed for almost around 8,000 to 10,000 people and say 30% uh, occupancy. So only 2,400 people coming there and they are all divided on multiple floors and levels. The facility management team has operational inefficiency right there. How do, how do you bring better efficiency in that aspect? So our kind of technology, which we provide as GridSense, actually can monitor the space in real time. And maybe we set it up in such a way that when it hits certain set point of a floor getting 80, 85% occupied, automatically only then the next floor opens up. And, and that's what leads to optimization in terms of operational cost. Uh, there are many other use cases which a facility management team can drive based on the datas of the space because we work on steady state data, steady state occupancy. You cannot design or function on a peak or a low point in terms of occupancy detection. The ideal way to do is this uh, function on a steady state, maybe 90th percentile over a period of say six months or three months or four months. And then design all your services, FNB services, et cetera, based on that data. So there are various ways in which the occupier can make use of this layer of technology and bring better experience to the end user, the employee, because we also control the parameters like indoor air quality. And depending on the level of the, say, for example, in a meeting room, if carbon dioxide levels are detected higher, uh, through our sensors, which is working on the same integrated platform, we automatically actuate the HVAC system to bring in more fresh air. We improve the environment for the people inside. So we cut across from on various layers, from the space to the energy to the environmental sensing, all through an integrated platform and a sensor, which I spoke about. So from that perspective, whether it's an occupier or an FM or a real estate head, they make use of this system. Coming to the building owner side, uh, who leases out premises to a, say, a, a standalone building, speculatively uh, designed building and multi-tenanted. Those are the lease premises run by the REITs, dominantly across the world. And they are also facing a problem today in terms of a real problem is people are downsizing, people are looking for new premises, and which building stands out better in eyes of the occupier. So we are today having active conversations with developers to insert this layer of technology in their existing premise because it's easily retrofitable because our technology is wireless and make their building more smarter as compared to the next door building. And, and because all these advantages from the base build side can be transferred to the occupier side and, the, and, and they can show more value to the occupier. The cost is very minimal. It can be easily camouflaged in the lease rates. So from occupier side, uh, it works equally well uh, as how, how the building is going to be more optimized, more efficient, more better experiences, which the uh, base build owner or the REIT owner can provide. Yeah, I mean, look, and that's very powerful for both owners and occupiers. And, and 
How important, uh, Bimal, do you see um, integration uh, with other systems being for a product like GridSense? I mean, one thing that I'm noticing is a big increase in, you know, let's say look at things like Yardi and View the Space and stuff like that. And I've noticed how those products have grown over the last 10 years to incorporate so much more than they originally uh, set out to do. But all of what they incorporate is, you know, moves them toward being a more holistic solution, particularly for an owner in the case of both those products, you know, MRI as well. Uh, is integration, um, it seems to me that integration is an important thing for any tech uh, that sort of plays around or works around the real estate space, particularly one that wants to be there for the long term. Have you factored that into your thinking and does GridSense technology Will it interact well with other systems to to give an even more complete picture to owners and occupiers? Um, just your thoughts on that, please. Again, again, a very relevant and a, a great question, Gavin. Uh, if I kind of step behind and see the whole ecosystem of one building or multiple buildings or a large campus, there are various players who can play their different roles. And what I mean by that is, we, we don't do the apps as GridSense. There are multiple good players who does great apps, like the probably the Mapix of the world. Uh, but a lot of clients and, and occupiers have their own apps. Uh, we, we work with various multinational companies, and more often than not, we find them having their own app. So what we do is on the front end, uh, through the APIs, uh, our system integrate with their apps. So we, we provide them. So we, we don't... We complement there. And then the app talks to our platform, which is the integrated closed loop system and the platform, which is very, very unique in its global approach and global vision, as I spoke about. We also complement on the platform side. Say somebody like PlanOn or somebody like Vesco or, or, or you, you named uh, another platform like say a Panasonic Mirai platform. We, we can integrate even on those kind of mother of platforms of platforms, as we call it. So we have kept our system agile. We have kept our system adaptable. It's an open architecture system. And whether it's a front end or if somebody asks us to even integrate on their existing BMS system, we, we can talk to existing BMS system through Modbus IP or BACnet. Yeah, I think so that, that, I, that's how agile we have kept our whole solution. Yeah, look, at, and, and I think that's the future. I mean, as open source as possible is uh, the, you know, is the way forward. I mean, it's very, I mean, as much as anything else, because it, things move on so quickly that with any technology being able to interact well and have a relationship with other new technologies that are being added by organizations. I mean, I see that as, as critical to sort of future success for any good um, technology solution. Uh just from picking up from what you spoke about open source, uh, it's there is also another kind of, uh, I would say, agility which is required, and that is something for the technology to be sector agnostic. Uh, we we have at great sense ensured that our technology is designed to fit and operate and give good outcomes in any kind of sector besides the commercial real estate. So when I talk, uh, talk about sector agnostic approach, we have our technology which can be easily adopted in warehousing, uh, education institutions, healthcare facilities, 
training institutions, so on and so forth. So uh, we, we, we have kept it very scalable and, and very open architecture, as you rightly said. Uh, can you ever see, um, just pivoting slightly, Bimal, can you ever see a time when people will be able to run facilities using technology like this, where there truly won't be a need for uh, a human being to be in the space, uh, and where you can where you can rely on absolute accuracy and sensor technology to know that there are definitely the amount of people in the space using the spaces that you think are there or not, um, which then permits new people to come in, you know, or a sign that says that the space is capacity. And in my experience, systems like that over a period of time get tripped by, you know, things that they don't see and you end up with an accuracy. And where do you think we are in ensuring absolute accuracy where organizations can go to a, a model with certain spaces in their real estate where they can actually, they can confidently leave it to automation to let people in and out and know who's in and not during periods of time during the day. So let me address this from the accuracy perspective first with the kind of technology and the sensors which are out there in the world. And then I can speak about it from the grid sense perspective, uh, the accuracy, which we have achieved in terms of our sensing capability is almost 98%. And we are, and this is our third generation sensor. Uh, they are CMOS-based sensor. We are also now uh, moving into the next generation as a enhanced product solution portfolio and moving into the LIDAR technology. Again, both has their pluses and minuses in different ways. But the sensing capabilities which are there uh, from us, where well, it is right up there. And, and people can bank on their data in terms of ac actually to figure out how many people are in there using the space, which corner, which meeting room, which setup uh, uh, to those to, to the desk level. Uh, we, we monitor the data to the desking level. So each and every desk, whether it is occupied, non-occupied, uh, we, can, we can kind of put it down to that level. Uh, something on what you said about is there a day where people will start banking and allowing this kind of technology to work as a whole ecosystem? I think people have already moved there. Uh, the thought leadership uh, organizations, as we call it, uh, who are the leaders out there in the world, uh, people are already moving there. And yes, the percentage today might be low uh, yeah. in terms of the overall portfolio of the real estate which is existing, but people are already making the move. So we're really looking at a future of further adoption and refinement of the products like GridSense um, rather than look, look, looking for um, uh, momentum toward this direction. So we're, um, Bimal, just before we wrap up, um, I wanted to ask you just one sort of cheeky ending question. Um, are there any big projections that you would like to make or big things that you think will happen in the next two or three years that fundamentally affect this part of the real estate industry? Uh, we see a complete change in the approach in which the shell and core architecture and the interiors of any kind of real estate would be designed in future and operated in future. Uh, because there are two parts of the life cycle. One is design and construction, and then that premises is handed over to the operations team. Uh, in the way those premises are designed today, 
many, many things are driven by trends. And if I can pick up on that word data, and data is new oil, uh, in coming one or two years, there's going to be a sudden and a major shift in that life cycle of design uh, and, and, and construction of everything moving towards a data-driven design approach versus a trend-based approach right now. And when you talk about operations life cycle of a building, if you ask me to predict, probably it's, it's, it's out there uh, less than two years or three years, I, I would put my bet on it as major shift in the real estate world to kind of move towards smarter, intelligent buildings, having some kind or the other system, whether it is a front end or, or a sensor and a cloud, uh, which is like grid sense, uh, monitoring, managing, throwing outcomes, throwing real-time uh, data uh, to the occupiers and the facility managers and the planners, and then also the other part of the life cycle of the building. So if you ask yeah. me, uh, in next two years, we'll see a major, major, major shift towards everything going to data-driven. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I really hope it can happen in two years. I personally, I think it might take a little longer to get all the processes in that direction, but I think the successful owners of the future, if they don't approach the real real estate like that, it's going to be a challenge uh, to maintain levels of success. Uh, Bimal Desai, thank you very much for joining us. It's been a very interesting conversation on the PropNext podcast. Uh, thanks again, and hopefully another one sometime soon. Gavin, thanks a lot and really appreciate you having this conversation with me and, and look forward to engaging more as we walk in future. So that's a wrap for today's show. I'd like to thank you very much for tuning in to listen today and hope to welcome you back to hear some of our future shows. As I mentioned earlier, if you'd like to learn a little bit more about me, Look at www.propnex.com, that's P-R-O-P-N-X.com, or drop me a line on Gavin R. Morgan at propnex.com, that's G-A-V-I-N-R-M-O-R-G-A-N at propnex.com. I hope to hear from you soon, and thank you very much again for tuning in today. All the very best.